Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Tuesday, June 16th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics, joined by my sidekick, Carl Cannon, our Washington Bureau Chief and Executive Editor. Good morning, Carl. How are you, Tom? I am well. My question is for you, Carl. How are you? I, I know how much you love baseball, how much you wanted baseball, and so let's talk about that this morning. Is there going to be baseball for your beloved Washington Nationals this year? Well, if there isn't, they'd be the champs for another year, right? <laughs> that's, that's the silver lining for you. Well, look, I mean, we talk about baseball in a second. I want you—you you played college football. I've been—I've been noticing footballs uh, in the news, um, not for its season, which we don't know what that's going to be yet, but but for the Black Lives Matter issue, for police brutality, for footballs caught up in wokeness. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, the story is that uh, the new story this morning, since we are talking sports this morning, um, is that Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, has said that he encourages, is now encouraging teams to sign Colin Kaepernick. Um, you know, Kaepernick has been floating around outside of the NFL. He's gotten a couple of workouts, uh, including uh, almost our, my team, the Seattle Seahawks, almost signed him. In fact, Pete Carroll said that he thought that was a missed opportunity. The problem for Kaepernick has been, number one, people have questioned whether he was good enough. And, and the other thing was that he wanted a lot of money uh, to be signed as, as maybe a backup. And that was one of the things that had been preventing. But now, apparently, because the landscape has shifted, we may see Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL uh, on a team here in the very near future. So um, that's the news from the NFL. Well, you know, I grew up as a 49er fan. And the reason... Kaepernick originally sat during the national anthem. Remember, he initially didn't take a knee. He just sat. Was He was he was angry because he lost his starting job. So, you know, there's not a lot of, there's never been a lot of, a huge market for disgruntled backup quarterbacks. But he made, he made this into something bigger and more interesting. Um, and now people are saying, you've got to sign this guy. It's like a test. If the, if the NFL doesn't sign him, they're racist. They've, they've blackballed him. Well, there is a team that comes to mind that needs a backup quarterback, and they're ground zero of the latest protests, and that's the Minnesota Vikings who play in Minneapolis. I, I, I kind of expect them to sign Kaepernick as their backup to uh, Kirk Cousins. Well, but, I'm, well, but I'm stalling. You want, to, you want to talk about baseball. I do. I want to know what's going on. It seems like the players and the owners uh, had a chance to make something happen, but seem to be talking past each other. Well, it's a missed opportunity. Talking past, yes, they're doing what Republicans and Democrats do here in Washington. And, you know, and it's it's very disappointing to me because the, the country needs baseball right now. I need baseball. We need right something. And, and, you know, they've had labor strife in the past. And, you know, people really don't like, million, you know, bratty millionaires who are spoiled. But they really, really don't like bratty billionaires are spoiled. So usually the players come out, you know, the owners come out worse than the players. But in this case, both sides have, have maneuvered that painted themselves into a strange corner where both sides are in their own way dissing the fans. They're actually indicating that they don't give a damn about the fans. And I think they're doing harm to the sport. They're changing my feeling about them. Um, the, the approximate issue seems to be is this. In March, they agreed they if they played, they play a shorter season, they get a prorated salaries. That was when the owners thought they'd be playing again with stadiums. Now they're talking about playing in empty stadiums with no people. 
And obviously that changed the equation because about 40% of the revenue to the owners comes from fans. But the players are saying, oh, no, we don't care about that. We still want our prorated share. So the, the players are literally saying that the fans don't matter. Literally, that's their position. They don't matter to the salaries. They don't matter at all. So they And the owners, by the way, have kept the season ticket money. So both sides are saying, yeah, the fans, they should fork over as much money as they want, but we don't care anything what they want. And if they don't get baseball, that's just too bad. This is a labor dispute. So this is a labor dispute between billionaires and millionaires at a time of national crisis when we really like Bernie Sanders. When we need <laughs> when we need the national pastime. <laughs> oh me? <laughs> billionaires and billionaires. So will there be baseball this year, Carl? Well, I thought until yesterday it would be. Now there may not be. The the commissioner said, you know, he's just reject he had said there's hundred percent sure there's gonna be baseball. And the owners have the authority to just say to the players, all right, we're going to play a 50-game schedule. Here's what it'll be. The players have said, okay, if we do that, though, we want our prorated salaries. The owners have said, we lose money if we do that. Yesterday, Max Scherzer, the star pitcher of the Washington Nationals, tweeted, just tell us when and where. We'll, you know, we'll show up. And I, that was, well, you talk about effective political messaging. Max Scherzer is, Mad Max is very smart. And I think he's going to, he's calling the owners bluff. And I think, I think the owners at this point are going to have to say, okay, we're going to play a shortened season, no no fans. Enough to even matter, Carl? Well, you know, 48 games, better than nothing. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it there. Carl Cannon, our Washington bureau chief and resident expert on baseball. Thanks for your time this morning. Any, 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 any day, Tom. <laughs> All right. And that'll do it for me, Tom Bevin, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. This has been the RCP Takeaway for Tuesday, June 16th.